Hello and welcome to Studio RC, your daily encouragement for your recovery and your faith. My name is Pastor Max and I am an alcoholic and I am a believer and I'm sober today only by the grace of God and the 12 steps contained in the Fellowship of Recovery. So today's topic that we're going to tackle is one that is has plagued many an addicts and alcoholics and, and one that uh, can cause you to go out if you're not careful. So we're going to tackle the topic of loneliness. Um, I have two scriptures we're going to start with and then we're going to come back to them. But we're going to start with them. The first one is from Isaiah 41.10. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. And this is God. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then we jump to the New Testament and Matthew 18, 20. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Um, which is really a picture of the fellowship uh, contained in the rooms of recovery. But a lot of, there are almost 20 different references throughout the, the literature about lonely and loneliness. And we're going to touch on a couple of those um, and kind of really lay out our, our state of loneliness, but uh, that even in that, there is hope. So um, right from the beginning in uh, the big book, it talks in a Bill story, I was very lonely. And again, I turned to alcohol. When we're lonely, we turn to drugs, we turn to alcohol. We think that they're our friend. They think, we think that they will bring us comfort. So when we're lonely and we feel alone, which is a very common thing for addicts and alcoholics, we turn to our drug of choice, to soothe, to comfort. It later says uh, uh, in the actually the 12 and 12, about the 12 step, for alcoholism and drug addiction has been a lonely business, even though we had been surrounded by people who loved us. How often is it, have you heard an addict or an alcoholic say, you know, they could have been surrounded by people, but they felt all alone. And how many times have those same addicts and alcoholics said that when they got into the rooms of recovery, they felt a part of, they felt like they weren't alone. They felt like somebody understood them. It talks about, in, again, in the 12 and 12, this is the tradition too. Lonely hearts pine. They pine for things, things that will fulfill them and, and hopefully give them meaning, give them purpose. Sometimes uh, the lonely heart pines for things that aren't positive, that aren't uh, going to help them, but something to fill what seems to be an emptiness. In step five in the 12 and 12, it talks about loneliness. Almost without exception, alcoholics, addicts are tortured by loneliness. Almost without exception. If you're watching this and you want to get sober, you're in sobriety, the chances are pretty good you have been tortured by loneliness, even when Bacchus boomeranged on us, we were finally struck down and left in terrified loneliness. 
when things stopped working with drugs and alcohol, that thing that we thought would connect us to others, that thing that we did with other people, that thing that we thought it was always going to be there, us to terrified loneliness. We're asked in the, the 12th step, can we accept poverty, sickness, loneliness, and bereavement with courage and serenity? In other words, can we stay sober? Can we accept things when they are challenging in life and still say clean, still say stay sober, including loneliness? Um, can we accept those things? In Bill's story, it says, no words can tell of the loneliness and the despair I found in the bitter morass of self-pity. How frequently had we had this morass of self-pity, this despair, this loneliness. Drugs and alcohol takes us to a place of loneliness and despair, a bitter morass of self-pity. And it says in the vision for you, as we became subjects to king alcohol or king drugs, shivering denizens of his mad realm, the chilling vapor that is loneliness settled down. When we knelt at the altar of king alcohol and king drug, when we did that, when we knelt there, the only thing that we could be given was loneliness. A vapor that is loneliness settled on us when we knelt at the altar of addiction. And it also says in a vision for you, then we will know loneliness such as few do. Addicts and alcoholics, we know loneliness better than most people, better than most groups of people. It's one of the things that plagues us. As we said, alcohol, it was alcohol and drug addiction is a lonely business, even when we're surrounded by people who love us. I love that it says even by people. Sometimes we feel surrounded by people and we don't, we don't feel loved and we feel alone. But even when we're surrounded by the people who love us most, our family, our friends, our, our spouses, our children, we still feel this unbelievable um, loneliness. And it's, it's so hard. We found that we had unhealthy relationships with most people in our lives. That, that, that's our friends, our family, for example. We always felt isolated and lonely. And so what we do, we would drink or drug to dull emotional pain. It was through staying sober, having a, getting clean, having a good sponsor, working the 12 steps that we're able to build up that our low self-esteem and start having confidence in ourselves and in our relationships. We're not victims of others, but rather how often have we been victims of expectations, choices, and dishonesty? When we expect others to be what we want them to be and not who they are, when they fail to meet our expectations, we're hurt. When our choices are based on self-centeredness, the things we want, the selfishness, we find we are lonely and distrustful. Being lonely often leads to not being trustworthy. 
We gain confidence in ourselves, however, when we practice honesty in all our affairs. When we're honest, we don't have anything to hide. Alcohol and drugs became our higher power. It was through the unconditional love, which was emanated in the the people of recovery and in the meetings, that we were able to discard drugs and alcohol as our higher power. The great void, that loneliness, that void, it was filled. I, we were no longer lonely and apart from life. Instead, we had found a true power greater than ourselves. We had found God's love. There's only one equation which really matters to us now, that God is in recovery. God is here. God is a part of it. And whether you're coming from a faith standpoint and bring God to the recovery table, or if you're coming from a recovery standpoint and trying to understand and incorporate a higher power into your understanding, know that God is is, uh, linked and in both of them. God is in both recovery and in faith. And when it comes together, it's a powerful combination. And it's so so crazy um, that we had tried to protect ourselves. And the more we protected ourselves, the more we covered up to not get hurt, the more we became cut off from the rest of people and the world, the more lonely we felt. We tried to protect ourselves from being hurt, from being lonely, and the exact thing that we were trying to protect ourselves from doing, we were creating an environment that we were more lonely than before. Upon entering recovery, we listened to others talk about the reality of their drinking. And the reality of their drinking or drug use was loneliness, terror, and pain. That's that's what uh, our addiction looked like. We drank or we used to establish a bond between myself and others, but we succeeded in only establishing the bondage of alcoholic and drug-addicted loneliness. We were lonely, even though that was the last thing we wanted to do. We wanted to be connected, and we thought drugs and alcohol would do exactly that. It would connect us, but it did just the opposite. But there's hope. There is hope. Life will take on a new meaning, it tells us in the big book. To watch people recover, to get clean, to see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other, that's a bright spot of our lives. It's through service that the greatest rewards are to be found. But to be in a position of offering true, useful, and effective service to others, we need to work on ourselves first. This means that we have to abandon ourselves to God, admitting our faults, clearing away the wreckage of the past. Working on ourselves has taught us how to find the necessary peace and serenity to successfully merge inspiration and experience. We have learned how to be, in the truest sense, an open channel of sobriety and recovery. And loneliness seems to disappear. Know today that you are loved. 
by God. Our scriptures say, do not fear. I'm with you. Whether it's two in the morning or two in the afternoon, I'm with you. Don't be dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you when you're weak. I will help you. Like it says in footprints, I will carry you when need be. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Even when we're not righteous, even when we are in the wrong, he will lift us up with his righteous right hand. And Matthew 18, 20 says, For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. We're not alone. Whether it's in a Zoom meeting, whether it's an in-person meeting, we are not alone. You are loved by God. Let yourself be loved by God. Let God be that warm blanket that just envelops you to let you know that you are loved and not alone. The incredible thing, the difference between Jesus and any other faith and the Christian faith is that God came to us to make us worthy. God came to us to make us be a part of the things that God is doing. Every other faith structure, you have to go to God. Every other faith structure, you have to be good enough to go to God. But instead, Jesus came to us. He came to us out of love because he didn't want us to be alone. He didn't want us to be separated due to sin. He came to us and because of his goodness, because of his worth, we became worthy. That's what Jesus has done. That's what separates the, the people of faith with a Christian faith than others. Jesus came to us on our behalf. The Father gave his Son to the world on behalf of the world. He didn't come to be served. He came to serve. He came to help the sick, the sick and the dying. Know today that you are not alone and that you are loved. Whether two in the morning, two in the afternoon, whether you need to go into a Zoom room and see all those squares of people, or you go into a physical, a 3D meeting, and you see people know that you are not alone and that you are loved. God bless. Thanks for visiting Studio RC, Recovery Church, 12 steps, one goal. God bless. Have a great day. See you next time.